Initializing recap. These people are named the Blood Letters, and they are a infamous bounty hunter slash mercenary group. Consider this, you know, from one uh, independent contractor to another, a professional courtesy that when time ticks down, we're coming. You take seven points of cold damage as you are shot in the back as you enter the room. Holy shit. What do they look like? It is very obviously a Shoki. It is a female. She has these patterns that have, looks like they've been dyed into her fur. Running away again then, Durin. Oh, son of a bitch. Okay. Is your own clan trying to kill you, Durin? Is that what's going on here? I think we can say 100% yes. Someone's been hacking my hacks and I want to hack them back. Are we talking corpos like Congo? It's only Contra. But here's the thing. It's not a Technomancer on their staff. I don't understand why someone is protecting a corporation. Merrick's going to open that copyright file that we got from uh, Congo. It's two patents that were recently filed from Contra Dynamics. One seems to be like a nanite-infused metal alloy, and the second seems to be some sort of incredibly complex life support system. And then both the guys go flying out through the window as it shatters into the street. One of the guys on the streets is like scooting backwards on his hands. He's like, who the hell are you? And as he stands over them, he says, I'm the rat man. Recap complete. Welcome back to another exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Boys, I have but two questions for you. And they are? Are you ready to rock? Yes. More importantly, <laughs> are you ready to roll? I'm ready to roll. I'm, I'm ready to roll. Where you last left off, boys, you were <laughs> taking a quest or a, a contract from the tavern uh, called Vigilante Vigilance, and you went to meet someone named Vargo at his convenience store, and on the way there, that convenience store was uh, getting robbed. Thankfully, there was a brave vigilante to stop it. Um, however, he presumably did trash the place, it certainly sounded like he did, and smashed the windows, throwing two of the, the criminals, scum, onto the streets as uh, the vigilante who identified himself as the Rat Man, looms towards these two. Uh, what would you like to do? I think you've done enough there, Mr. Ratman. Oh, that's that's how supervillains sound, Merrick. You can't can't start with that. Well, what do you, what do you, what's a what's a supervillain? Hi, I'm Cody. Nice to meet you. There we go. That's better. <laughs> I pull my hand out. You guys need to go. It's not safe for you here. I I love the style of amp uh, is so cool. Thank you. Have you ever seen this old movie? It's Oh man, what was it called? He's got a cape and ears. Uh, the spirit? I think that was it. Yeah. I think it was Darkman? <laughs> are you are you Mr. Vigilante, sir? I'm not a vigilante. I'm the hero this place deserves. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait, no. hold on, no. Wait, 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 hold on. I'm the hero the I'm the hero Surth needs. Not the one it deserves. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, that's is that it? Yeah, that sounds, that that sounds good. 
That sounds bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah, that's probably correct. That's the one. <laughs> As one of the guys is trying. I don't know why that that's the one really got <laughs> the guy one of the guys is like starting to get up and he just sort of like cracks him across the jaw and he just hits the ground unconscious I'm cleaning up the streets is there a, a jail what for, for these guys is there a jail I don't know what how can you not know he, he just beats the shell and Cody that's all he does I'm vengeance I'm not justice what are you avenging bad bad things look look <laughs> There's less talking. Usually, when I do this, I usually just, I like, you know, they're doing bad things, and I show up and stop the bad things. Why are you a rat? I'm not going to tell you. You can't that. just ask people why they're rats. Yeah, America, man, that's Mark. fucked up. America's I'm sorry, little- Darren. <laughs> yeah, that's a little fucked up. No, wait, how'd you know his name's Merrick? <laughs> what? I didn't say. I anything. said that. No, no, I swore I heard Ratman say Merrick. That definitely didn't. Cody pulls out his fist. He's like, you need, this ends now. It's Azen. (laughs) No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Look, man, I appreciate your desire to to beat up villains. And that is all good and dandy. And we support that. But look behind you. Perfect. He puts his grappling hook up and disappears. Oh, you suck. Do you, do you know where Varga is, sir? Uh, he's gone. He's like ziplined his way up <laughs> to like one of the fire escapes way the fuck up there. And he is, uh, has disappeared into the night. Uh, are the guys still, still there? Oh, they're, yeah, they're KO'd. They're unconscious. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get stabbed again. Cody like takes their belts and like ties them to each other. Uh, yeah, you do it. They, they're unconscious, so they can't resist. He just kind of like props them up against the wall of the of the thing. Is there a police force down here? I guess not, right? I they mean, there really there is. You've you've saw one of them. They that that Patra was part of the sort of like law enforcement. Okay. And you see Vargo come to the the window as the power gets turned back on, and he's a an older man, probably like in his sixties, early sixties, and he has uh, these glasses and a button up shirt that has like the buttons have been done in the wrong order, so it's like kind of off kilter a little bit. And uh, underneath, you can see a, a white tank top and a, a mess of chest hair, and he's got this big thick mustache, and he's like, "Do you see? Do you see what I have to deal with? This happens like every week." He saves your convenience store every week. Yeah. Like, look, I'm not in the best location and I get robbed a lot. But you know what? You know, usually people would take the like 40 credits that I had and then they would fuck off. Do you know how much money it costs to replace a a plane of glass every fucking week? This guy's costing me more. It's cheaper to be robbed. All right. So Mm. what do you want us to do about it? I don't know, man. I have a problem. The problem is this guy's fucking my shit up and I hired you to make him not fuck my shit up. How you do it is up to you. All right. I have a plan. Is it the same guys all the time? No, no. It's not the same guys robbing me, but like it's the same guy smashing my shit every time. Mm -hmm. What about a curtain? You know, just they they sail through. You're good. And you don't have to worry about getting robbed because the rat man's here anyway. Two birds, one stone. I have other. I'm not. No. Okay. Hey, that's that's our first suggestion down. That's okay. (laughs) Um, I think we just need to uh, lure lure out this rat man and then have a firm talking to him. All right. I have a weird idea. Is it weirder than my idea of putting you in a dress? Go on. I'm listen- you have my attention, Mary. We'll dress, we'll dress Durin up like a damsel in distress. 
Cody huh? will try to to rob Durin, and then the Ratman will show up and will just beat the shit out of him. Wait, I feel like that's. I feel like this doesn't help any. That doesn't solve anything. Like I'm okay with part A and part A and part B of the plan, but part C doesn't work for me. I don't know how to convince this man not to break any more windows. But I think I really like him. I don't care how you get rid of him. So if you do beat the shit out of him and like put him in a dumpster and you know send him off into space, I don't care. Do not care. All right, we'll do. We'll 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 yeah, have yeah. a talking to him. We'll let you know when this is all resolved. We should probably continue this conversation outside. Okay. Are the guys awake yet? No, man. They're fucked. <laughs> uh, I kind of just like slap one gently in the face. The guy's good at what he does, you know? Yeah, he, he wakes up and he's like, <sighs> why Why did you rob this place? <laughs> and his jaw's shattered. I go to the other one and slap him in the face a little bit. Uh, and he wakes up and he's like, why? Why did you rob this place? Because we're fucking broke, man. And we needed money. Okay. I untie them. Maybe, maybe don't, don't punch down or, you know, I don't know. I'm, yeah. Hmm. Okay. I go back to the guys. I'm like, they're broke. The two robbers like look at each other and slowly back away. And now they're just like hauling ass down the street. It's not like Ratman had a, had a plan for that. So I'm not really. No, I think they'll learn their lesson. Well, if you need to rob, you need to rob, you know, you would. You would think the uh, that this place would get a re- reputa- reputation for like being protected by the Ratman after a while, right? I guess if he killed them more brutally and left their bodies up, it would get the message across. Oh, that you think we correct. should we should encourage a more uh, more violent vigilante? Should we buy the Ratman a gun? Ooh, it's an option. Is it the option? Probably not, to be honest. All right. Well, my idea is we get him something else to focus on. I have an idea that's like that. Yeah, what you got? We get him, and we talk to him. The root of the crime around here is poverty, which is probably driven by the mass amounts of corporate greed at the top. We know a guy who's also interested in this, FB2K. If we get them to work together, maybe they could affect some real change where it's needed. That seems like a lot of work, Cody, to solve a simple contract. I don't want to beat this guy up. He's cool as hell. Also, I understand why these poor people are robbing. Fuck. I like your plan, Cody, and plus gives uh, Merrick some time with uh, the mom. Did you get her name? No. She seems like she's a handful. Good thing you've got four arms. I'm going to quietly present my fist to Cody. (laughs) (laughs) Or third option. Left me hanging. Okay. Oh, I booped you. Sorry. That was the sound of me. Boop. I went boop. That was me like fist bumping you. I guess that was not self-evident at all. I fist bump you. Okay, thank you. Alternatively, wand of mending. What? Wand of mending. Are there, are there are there wands in Starfinder? I don't think there I, are. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Cody, you're speaking nonsense. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I'm broken. I like the F, I like the FB2K. That's a good. That's a good plan. That's a good one. I guess we could, we could just beat the shit out of him, right? Um, though I feel like he he would be a decent fight. He he really messed up those guys. Yeah, I say we just we summon him, have another conversation, see what happens. What if we gave him something else to focus on, you know? The corpos. Yeah, corpos work. Or we create a supervillain for him to deal with. Say a corrupt catfolk guard who likes to beat people up. Oh my god, you're reading my mind. Two birds, one stone. Boom. Alright, let's summon the rat man. Durham, we have to find you a dress. <laughs> <sighs> I honestly thought you were trying to find him a dress to like be like, oh, he's a rat man. He'll be inter- he'll be attracted <laughs> to a rat. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> like, that's what I thought your first thing was. Like and a Bugs Bunny, Pepe Le Pew kind of thing going on. Yeah, and I was like, hey, I have no problems with this. That's a better idea. Uh, so what's your plan to summon the right man? We're going to dress Dern up like a, a damsel in distress. Is, is, and that, is, that, gonna... is that our only plan? Is that the one we're going with? I can't think I of a better like one. It is flawless. <laughs> All right, let's go to a thrift shop buy a fucking dress. Uh, yeah, sure. Like it's not it's not hard to find. There's plenty of places that like you know how like every main strip has like those those shops that have like all the the really cheap dresses and and like touristy things. We yeah. like I went to Surf and all I got was this t shirt. There's a thing there with like that has like a very there's like a tacky dress that seems Surf related. I pick it up and I look at the the person behind the counter. Like he's paying for it and as I walk out. I pay for it. <laughs> Deduct one credit. All right. Um, cool. So we'll find an alleyway. Daryl will put the dress on, and right. then Cody will try to mug her. Okay. <laughs> and I'll wait in hiding. Okay. I put I put the the dress on, and I'm assuming it doesn't look believable at all. <laughs> I mean, it's you in a dress, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what you'd expect, I guess. Yeah. Um, and sure enough, it's it's not hard to find shady alleys in in this part of town. So yeah, you you find that pretty easy as well. I think you look nice. Thank thank you, Cody. I'm gonna hide behind this dumpster now, Cody. <laughs> make it believable. I, I will try. Oh, why did I happen to wander down this dark, deserted alleyway? Maybe it's a shortcut. I must be able to get home through here. Hey there, sweet cakes. Don't take a step. Oh no, it's some dangerous villain behind me. I have a knife. Give no, me- No, not a knife. The credits. No, you can't have my credits. They're all I have. I like walk towards her, but like slowly because I'm hoping Ratman will show up before I get there. If only someone were to show up and beat up this guy who's robbing me. I don't know what I need to make you roll here, boys. <laughs> I guess <laughs> bluff. No one will save you. <laughs> America's behind like this dumpster, like writing everything down. Like. Um, okay, here's what I need. Cody, give me an intimidation check. Merrick, okay. give me a bluff check. I'm not. I'm just hiding. Sorry, mm. not Merrick. Duran, give me a bluff check. Uh, well, Merrick, give me a stealth check. Oh, I feel like we're all doing the wrong parts of this. Yeah. <laughs> <It's incredible. laughs> yeah, we didn't think about this at all. Uh, I w- I'm wasting a natural 20 on this stealth check. Oh my god. <laughs> Amazing. You're definitely wasting it because I got an 11. Intimidate. I got a 21 bluff. Okay. (laughs) Um, I love how we just went with the first plan. We didn't, didn't, like, you know, come up with something else. We didn't, like, you know, workshop this. We were just like, ah, all right, let's put Durin in a dress. That is the danger of coming up with the perfect plan. It's correct. (laughs) Cody, does a 15 EAC hit you? It doesn't. You see this ball of electricity go whizzing past you and it hits the dumpster that Merrick is hiding behind. And as you whip around to turn around, you see the cloaked figure descend behind you and he's standing in silhouette against the neons behind him. Oh, this is everything I want this to be. And scene, Cody says. He looks at you and he's like, God damn it. Why? What are you doing? We wanted to talk. We wanted to help. Help you help people. Okay. Uh, I also come out from behind the dumpster. Oh, Jesus. Don't mind. He's, he's, yeah, part of the, 
we met, we met like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see you there. Can we talk? I mean, uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, cool. Is there, should we get a, go get a drink somewhere or? Do you like milkshakes? Yeah, like a, a bourbon milkshake. Hey guys, I'm not going to get a milkshake with you. All right. Look, uh, the rat man, we believe that you are a true hero. Very cool. You're powerful. You bring uh-huh. swift vengeance. Yeah. Surf is a rough spot. You've seen yeah. it firsthand. Yep. You're probably the best person we've met here. Cool. And we need you. We should think that you should aim higher. Aim higher. Go for the head. Go for the head. Go for the, 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 the corpos, the people that create the problems that drive people to crime. Uh, you know? I thought you, I thought you meant just headshots. All right, this is a gun. <laughs> all right, you uh, it takes bullets and you. No, no, no. We're, we're not doing no, the no. gun plan yet. Hey, the... I, I have I have to got two rules: no guns, no killing. Now, the people who robbed earlier, they needed to because they're driven into poverty, and that's pretty understandable. And if you're not fixing the poverty by fighting the corpos. Then really, you're not fixing a problem. You're just maybe making it worse with medical bills because one guy had no jaw anymore. Uh huh. Why do you think I could get to the corpos? We know a guy. He's a uh-huh. hacker. Okay. He's got special skills. He's maybe the hero it deserves. If you're the hero they need, okay. and together maybe he could hack them and facilitate you punching people who deserve to be punched. Okay. Here's the issue. If the people who need to be punched are in the dome, I can't get to the dome. That's where the hacking comes in. Yeah. Okay. We can totally get you in there. If you think there's a person who can hack our ID bracelets to get me not one, but two levels above into the dome. Okay, that's going to be a little excessive. Yeah. You guys really just went with the first plan you came up with, huh? (laughs) Correct, yeah. First plan was the dress, really, and it worked. Hey, yeah. You got me. Was it because he was hot or because of the acting? I don't want to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mr. Rat Man, um, the rat man. Mr. The Rat Man, sir. Yeah. The reason we come to you with this is because the shopkeeper, all the damage you did to his establishment was was real bad. And, and he would prefer to have been robbed than to have all that damage done to his shop. I don't suppose you are a technomancer, precog, or witch warper, sir. No. Oh, well, do you know one? Because a mending spell would do a lot to, to make people not... Oh, multi-class you know, into some mending. That's want you idea. gone? This seems like a lot of knowledge that perhaps you should have rolled for. Uh, let me do that, sir. Give me a mysticism check. Uh, perfect. That is... Well, it's a trained thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, how about a 16, even though I'm not trained? Uh, you. I mean, like, you can figure out that there might be some spells that would do it, but I don't think if you're not trained in mysticism, you can't just know spells. Sorry, sir. <laughs> I thought because it was an orson that I would have known it. You watch too many movies. Yeah, some of some of the first post-gap movies really dealt with mending. Okay. There used to be a lot of trends of people walking across roads with panes of glass that people would then crash into, and that became obsolete in a world where people could easily cast mending. It no longer had the dramatic effect. I'll allow it. But no, I'll cast magic. Here, I'm just just saying they can't rob if they're dead. All right. No, no. Do you see the problem? Roll me a diplomacy check. Okay. (laughs) That one. That's that's about right. (laughs) 
That's a total of zero. <laughs> he looks at you blankly for a second. He just says, the longer you talk, the more crime that is committed, the more these people suffer. Surth needs me. And once again, uh, lifts his grappling hook up. Can I disarm him? <laughs> uh, yeah, give me a check. It's uh, <laughs> not going to do it, guys. Uh, that's a 20. As you go to charge him, he just takes a step to the side and he says, you don't want to do this. I, I just I just want the people not to get fucked over. And when you guys try to explain it, I'm not good with the words. Look, man, go after people that deserve it. Are you saying those guys robbing the store didn't deserve it? Yes, they do. But where's your discipline? Even if you could do it without smashing the fuck out of the places you're supposedly saving. Uh-huh. That's fine, I think, or better. I mean, I can't help what happens in the heat of the battle when vengeance is being served. What if we show you how? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> do you want a training montage right now, Cody? Is this what you're aiming for right now? Yeah. Uh, hold on, hold on. We're, we're going to do a sidebar for one second. All right, okay, wait. but I swear to God, I love grappling away when people aren't looking. Uh, All right. We'll, well, hold we'll on, watch hold on, hold on. you while we sidebar. Okay. Quick thing, quick thing. I want to shoot this passion before we sidebar. What if the actions that you are taking are causing harm onto the people you wish to protect? Okay. But they're being robbed. All we're saying is don't throw them through windows. All right. It looks great. It looks fucking cool as hell. All right. Hell of an entrance. It's it's, it's fantastic. He walks over to the side of the alley and rubs the wall. He's like, you think I got it in me? Throw someone through the wall. Yes. All right. We're gonna we're gonna sidebar yes, for one second. I think second. you are the one who can do that. Yes, Mister Ratman. Please, sir, do not grapple away. Please, sir, we will okay. watch if that he's will gonna, help you. He's gonna grapple away, guys, guys, guys. So we find the crime, we defeat the crime without smashing the place up. Maybe we show him how to do it. I don't know. I think if we keep him on the throw people through walls and try to get that, he won't smash windows. From what I've seen in in Surf, not all the walls are very sturdy. Ah, fair. Okay. I, I believe all three of you give me perception checks. I <laughs> do. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-one. Uh, that is a sixteen. Um, he <laughs> thinks he's finally got it, but Merrick, you catch him just in time, and he slowly lowers his grappling hook back down. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Look, look, dude. To be honest with you, all we need you to do is stay away from that one store. But please, get Roblick every day. Yeah, but he's okay with it. That, no, that doesn't make any sense. That's just oppression talking. <laughs> you, would, you would love FB2K. Boys, boys, we, we show him how to do it. Maybe we'll change his ways. All right, let's go beat up some petty thieves. We're going to show you how to do crime, not do, to stop crime good. Boy, boys, have you seen her track record? Yeah. Do no, you think we're not going to cause as much damage as he does? Uh, down the street, you hear an alarm blare. Oh, no. To, to, the, to the crime. To the crime. And he's, he begins running towards the sound. I, I also start running. <laughs> Mr. Ratman, sir, do you want to like hang back and watch and we'll show you, maybe? He's already like down the street. Running as fast as I can. Merrick's can go faster than normal people. He's going to try to get there first. Duren's going to run still. He hasn't taken the dress yet. <laughs> He's discovering some things about himself. As I said, you look great. He doesn't answer. He just keeps running. Okay, boys, you guys get to this 24-7 jewelry store 
and there is a what looks to be sort of a couple that were browsing rings who are now on their knees being held up by a, a gunman. There's a guy at the cache who is also pointing his his gun at the the person who is behind the counter. And there's a third guy just sort of smashing the, the display cases and shoveling jewelry into a, a burlap sack. And he looks at you and he says, all right, show me how it's done. <laughs> and all three of you are going to have to roll me some initiative checks, please. Oh, I don't even know if this was the right call. It was the only call I could think of. I don't, I, this isn't going to go well. This is not going to go well. Most though. of us have like lethal weapons, you know, like we're just going to kill two people in front of the vigilante. <laughs> don't you have a fucking uh, non-lethal gun? No, all my weapons have a non-lethal option. I'm talking about you boys. Mine are too. All right, what'd you get? I got a 14. Okay. I, I got a natural 20, so 25. Ooh. Okay. I got a 12. Uh, Merrick, you go first. Okay, so I get to the scene. I, will, uh, I won't worry about like opening doors and shit like that. I'm going to just say that like you guys rolling initiative, were, were you guys running into the into the shop? Um, so what are the negatives for doing non-lethal damage? It's a minus four to your attack rolls. And also, you know what? We're going to make this interesting. If you are going to be showing the rat man how to deal with crime safely and <laughs> respectfully, I'm going to say that you need to be within five of the EAC, either plus or minus, or you do property damage. So you're saying if we roll too well? Yes, you will you will call it like you will throw them through the glass or something like that. <laughs> that seems unfair. This is gonna be really bad. This is gonna be really bad. Merrick goes into graviton mode. You just explode inside the jewelry shop and just <laughs> yeah. call it good. <laughs> Everyone robbers just... are gone. Now on the upside, at least a jewelry shop, the amount that we could fuck the place up probably pales in comparison to the amount of shit getting stolen. Yeah, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Whatever makes you feel better about the situation. Uh, I need a fortitude save off the person with the gun to the uh, to the cashier. Okay. <laughs> That's a natural one. Cool. The target is frozen, cannot move, so they can take normal actions. Oh, they can still take normal actions. Well, okay, so- uh, they can't move. Okay. Stop! In the name of the law... And he does perfectly statue like stops and dead in his tracks. And then Merrick's going to move in a bit closer. And that's my turn. Cool. And the other two turn around to to see what the fuck's going on and, and see you guys. And they raise their guns uh, at you. And that will be uh, it's actually their turn. So the two of them that aren't frozen in place, I'm going to say the guy can't turn around and shoot you. So he's not going to do anything, but the other two are going to turn around and uh, I think they're both going to shoot at Merrick. Uh, That is a 13 EAC. Uh, EAC, no good. Okay. And a, that is a 18 EAC. That one does it. Okay. As a shot goes and you take three points of damage. It's Cody's turn. So there's one guy frozen in place, and then what are the other two doing? One guy's like ransacking the jewels. Yeah, one one was like holding a couple hostage, and the other one was like smashing the cases and stealing shit. And they're on either side. So the guy frozen is down the middle, ransacking to the left, and the uh, couple were to the right. Uh, I guess I'm going for the couple because people are more important than the property. And I'm going to run up and try to cable tie uh, the one dude with my restraining spinneret okay 
Uh, okay. So that's going to be a 15 EAC. Yep. Cool. Uh, I, like, grab his, like, I don't know, what what's he, like, is he holding a gun? Yeah, he's got a, like, a, like a shotgun. I just run up. I'm like, nope, no, you don't. And, like, cable time. Cool. And he is now entangled, correct? Yes. Cool. And, Duran, it's your turn. All right. Sh- uh, switching my, uh, or having my pistol in stun mode as I tried, as I rush in, and I'm going to use my trick attack to target one of the people who still have their guns up. Uh, and my stealth is a 35. Yes. Okay. As I rush in and I go to shoot him. 11 versus EAC? No, not even with the entanglement. And it's within we no property damage, right? It's okay. We're oh, safe. Wait, no, they're also flat-footed, right? Oh, so yeah. Exactly. Your trick, yeah. Because your trick attack flat-foots them, oh, yes? Cool. That's right. And uh, they're flat-footed for everyone else, too. Cool. Then, yes. Sweet. Uh, so I have so eleven points of non-lethal. Uh, cool. He goes out. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He he falls I'm back st- and and hits his head on the ground, but he is he is unconscious and alive. It is uh, Merrick's turn. All right. Merrick is going to move up to the guy he's holding, drop the hole, and attack him non-lethally. You see the Rat Man is now pressed against the window, and you can hear him from the other side of the glass being like, "What does that do the case? What does that do the?" <laughs> Put his head through the glass case. Do it. <laughs> what would you like to do, Merrick? I'm going to swing non-lethally. At which one? The frozen one? Yeah. Well, he's unfrozen now because I'm not going to maintain it. But um, okay. that's going to be a 17 to hit. Uh, that's with your minus four? Correct. Damn. Okay. Yeah, you, you hit him. And that's going to be 12 points of non-lethal damage. That's, yeah, he also goes out and safely and securely uh, slumps to the ground. It is their turn, the two of them. You know what? This guy is... There's only one left, right? Yeah, he's he's entangled. He drops his gun. He sees what's happening. He's just like, no, it's cool, man. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. And he he like raises his hands as best he can with them tied together. He's like, I, I give up. I give up. Okay. Wonderful. And I turn around to Rat now. I'm like, that's how you do it. Don't, don't forget to tie him up. I start to take his belt off. <laughs> Ratman is looking, and you can see that he's not looking through the glass anymore, but at himself in the reflection. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And he takes a step back, and he looks at the three of you, and he nods, and he grapples away. I salute him with my own grapple. I guess we did it. Right, we probably should give him the number for that hacker when we have a chance. Well, Darren, don't take that dress off just yet, then. The guy behind the counter in the jewelry store is like, thank you. Thank you so much. You didn't even, he didn't even put his head through the glass case. Uh, no. Th- thank you so much. And the couple's just like, that was, that was incredible. You, we didn't even get hurt from the, the shattering glass or, <laughs> or having a person thrown into us. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Wait, does that, ha- does that happen often? All the time. Oh, God. By the I was wondering why you both had black eyes. It's incredibly dangerous to buy anything of value. <laughs> We're happy to help. Just friends of the Rat Man. It's trainers, actually, I guess. Like a like a league. A league yes. of people who are searching for justice. Like a, a fairness league? I love it. Yeah. The fairness group. <laughs> fairness group. Um, and the, the guy helps his... Uh, he trying to make fiancé, but just can't buy a ring for the life of him. And maybe tonight, having safely saved them, will be the night that he proposes.
and you make it back to Vargo's and uh, he's already got like a piece of plywood that he <laughs> has pre-cut for all of his windows uh, up into the, the place. And he's just like, you're back already. Yeah, we taught the rat man to do less destruction. Okay. Should be good. We, I think. I, I really hope so. You want to give us a 24 hour grace period just in yeah, case? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. This is a weird one. Hey, look, I'm not saying my windows aren't going to get smashed by someone else, and I'm not going to hold you to that. But if the rat man doesn't trash my place in the next 24 hours, the credits are yours. And you hear a ping, and it says, contract completed, 750 credits on hold, 24 hours. And it begins counting down. All right. I think we okay. should get get some, or should we just go do the pleasure thing now before we go to bed, I guess? Yeah, I feel like we're it. on the roll. We are. We are. We don't have much time, though. Let's just on to the next. All right. Let's go. And I pull out my grapple and aim it up at the sky. Wait. No. Sorry. I got hey, a little into it. Cody, I think you can do it just this once. You guys want to hold on? We're too heavy, but you go ahead. Okay. I, I zip. <laughs> <laughs> well, roll me attack roll. <laughs> That's a... It smashes the window of a nearby a 15. building. <laughs> 15 is perfect. All you need is a 5. So, yeah, you're good. You, you <laughs> okay. see Cody so fucking just disappear into the night. <laughs> I was imagining like him accidentally shooting through the other window of the convenience store. <laughs> he did say once it wasn't the rat man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You find Cody like down the street, just like buzzing with excitement, but like standing there waiting for you guys. Um, yes. And uh, the place you are looking for is a pleasure cafe known as in freak. All right. I'll do it. Fun. Fun. Yeah. And it's in the uh, it is in the touristy area. So there's quite a bit of foot traffic, a lot of people around, and it doesn't really seem like there's like any judgment. You know how like people kind of sheepishly go into strip clubs or whatever. This just seems like, you know, someone is going to the movies and you walk in and there's a big sign that says in freak, let the freak in you out. And it is this like soft blue with pink neon everywhere. All of the like the vinyl couches have a soft neon pink underglow. And there is a beaded curtain in this sort of like foyer. And there is a man sitting at the counter with his legs up on the reception desk with a pizza box uh, sitting, resting on his stomach, and he's just kind of like feeding himself pizza slowly, and he just kind of like crumples it all in his mouth in one go. And the pizza looks as if like a kid drew it with very basic crayon colors. Like the pepperoni is bright red, the cheese bright yellow, the sauce, like it just looks so fake. And he's just watching something on the desk. Is there a freak in all of us? Uh, yes, Cody. Yeah. Merrick like clears his throat. <clears> throat> he doesn't move. Hey. He's still watching the screen. Hey. <sighs> and he points to the to the counter and there's like a little bell on the desk. Merrick walks up and begrudgingly hits the bell. He doesn't move, but his eyes somehow look <laughs> belabored by the, the subtle movement to look from the screen to you. And he says, Welcome to In Freak, let the freaking you out. We're in the tavern. Cool. About the ghost. The, oh, oh, yeah. 
Uh, cool. Yeah. So there has been some stuff happening in the pleasure pods. Uh, it seems like maybe we've been hacked. Maybe it's a virus, but for the most part, it just like fucks up people's experiences. They see some really horrifying stuff, some really messed up shit. Um, sometimes they get a little hurt whether it's them sort of like running out and tripping and falling or, you know, a little bit of lasting trauma in the mental area. We just need that to be, you know, sorted out for us. All right. We'll have a look at the, the, the pods, I guess. Well, I mean, I've, I can show you the maintenance logs and there's nothing wrong with the, the physical pods. I think there's something in the system you want us to go into the pod and try to track down whatever it's doing this that yeah yeah so i've linked three into a a system together so the three of you will enter into the same space um real cool technology you haven't tried it before but i'm gonna keep it real neutral and hope that there's nothing that it can really twist and whatever it is will manifest and then you can deal with it yeah Um, sounds good quick question is there any like um is there a consistency in the issues you say it gets like fucked up and weird is there a particular way it gets fucked up and weird are you guys like shit at your job like if i tell you some real shit will you just be like oh no no thank you and run away listen we already accepted the contract if we say no you get money yeah but there's a price on people who are shit you know like some people would rather be shit and pay the money than than be good at their jobs you know we're great at our jobs we're we yeah we we've done like some crazy jobs today hey you can check our reviews five stars Uh, okay all right look i'm pretty sure i know what it is a ghost yeah i no like yes the the thing in the system i i think i i think it might be a case of mind goblins excuse me mind goblins yeah not familiar uh, Merrick starts a new page in his notebook titled Mind Goblins. Sorry, what aren't you what aren't you familiar with? Mind Goblins. Mind Goblin these nuts and the guy fucking bursts out laughing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Merrick rips out that page of his notebook and throws it. Cody takes the page and tucks it into the lapel of his of his trench coat and he's like, I'll save that for later. Merrick, I think you should keep that page. You need to learn this lesson. You're a son of a bitch. The guy is just like in tears and he finally calms down. He's like, okay, I'm sorry. There is actually a very serious problem, but I'm so fucking bored. And that is such a fucking zinger that I've been sitting on for like weeks. That was really good. Thank you. If you need more, there's an intendant drone in there named Wendy. Uh, you just got to call for her and she'll come out. All right. We'll go ahead and meet Wendy. Wendy's nuts in your mouth. Oh, that, that one doesn't make oh. much sense. That one took a few too many steps. Yeah. Is there actually someone named Wendy? When Wendy's nuts in his mouth. Uh, he looks at you, Cody, and is like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. You get it. And he holds out a hand for a fist bump. I fist bump it. Um, he's like, you want some pizza? Pizza these nuts. Ah! and he's fucking just laughing his fucking ass off and he reaches into his pocket and he presses a button on his phone and it says contract complete 300 credits huh? what good job let's go but, but, he's like yeah there's no 
there's no problems. I'm just <laughs> Cody. Yeah. I think legitimately <laughs> starts laughing a lot. I'm just bored as hell, man. This fucking job sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, that, right. that was wonderful. I, I, I don't even. I can't tell if you're fucking with me, Dane, right now or not. Right, hey, we got the money. Yeah, the, the contract's closed and completed. All right. Amazing. I'm going to go back home to water my plant. It's been a long day. Some bourbon. What's your name, friend? Um, gob- Goblin. <laughs> Gobl- goblin these nuts? Goblin, yeah. Nice. Nice. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. Merrick's already walking away. Um, and he he does extend the pizza box over to you, Cody. Fully eat a slice of pizza. Hell yeah! So the three of you leave in freak. Uh, Cody, you're happily munching on some absolutely synthetic pizza, and you guys, uh, oh, everyone, give me a perception check, please. Okay. Hmm. Twenty-two. Cool. I I got a fifteen. Twenty-five. Cool. All three of you notice that there is sort of like a commotion happening behind you and some like disgruntled shouts in various languages. We should go check it out. Mm -hmm. As you turn around, you see the crowd behind you all kind of like pushing to one side as this black limo is driving through the streets towards you. I stand out of the way of the limo. Yeah, I guess steps aside. Who's in the limo? It stops in front of you, and the back door opens, and a man in a very well-tailored red suit, red velvet suit, uh, gets out and looks at you, and he says, If uh, it would be your pleasure, my boss would like to speak with you. And who is your boss? He looks with disdain at the crowd now gathering around. He says, that's a private matter. All right, I guess we're coming with you. Why? Why? Sorry, are you saying why are you coming with or why do you... What's the question? Why would we go with them? I'm talking to Merrick. We don't know these people. Cody, we're desperate. We're out of time crunch. Anyone that could help or maybe help is worth trying out. All right, Cody, trust you completely. And if it helps, uh, you know, put some fears to rest you have been uh making quite the name for yourself quite quickly you have accomplished not a small amount of contracts in the few short hours the persistence has been docked my employer is quite impressed and thinks that you have the skill set to assist her assist them sure and he seems to immediately correct when he says her okay Let's just include a boozy milkshake in the ride and let's do it. Yes. What are you talking about? Boozy milkshake. Booze. As I slowly Booze. get, as I get into the limo. Boozy milkshake. There's okay. And he lets you, he holds the door open. And as you guys get in, he gets in after you, closes it behind you. And he sits opposite to you. And he says, we won't be getting boozy milkshakes, but if I could interest you in some champagne. And he reaches into the chiller and opens up a bottle and pours the three of you guys a glass. And one for yourself. We don't want to be rude. I'm working. Oh, I, sorry, I understand. Yes, he pours a very small sip and, and takes it and swishes around his mouth and, and does like a very exaggerated gulp. He says, I assure you, I understand 
why you'd be cautious and nervous, but it's fine. Well, cheers to a good day's hard work. Cheers. Cody clinks the glasses. Uh, It's pretty good champagne. My name is Priest. I am the personal assistant of a fairly big name. And she, I mean, sorry, they would like to, uh, to meet with you. Who, who are they? Okay. I guess since we are now alone and in the safe and private confines of this vehicle and no prying ears are around, I work for Jenny Harmonics. And everyone can roll me a culture check if you would like. Do I need to be trained? You do. I can't roll that. Um, uh, 11. I'm pretty sure I bombed this real hard. I got a 7. Merrick, you're pretty sure that is a... Pretty popular musician, but you're not your type of music, unfortunately. Or at least you never really gave them a chance. You don't know too much about them. So it's not dad rock. (laughs) It is not dad rock, no. Well, Merrick has no interest. And it takes a while before the uh, limo rolls to a stop outside of a fairly large, what looks like a hotel casino combo named the Pelagic. All right, let's uh, go meet Jenny. Yeah. Priest opens up the door and lets you out. There's a fair amount of people who are snapping photos. And then when they like don't recognize you, they're all like, ah, fuck it. And kind of like disperse and wait for a celebrity to appear. That was a little rude. Trust me, when it happens to you every time you're in public, you would prefer it not. So count your blessings. Sure. And Priest leads you into the Pelagic and you completely bypass like all security and all of the like concierge and everything. And you're led to a sort of VIP suite above the casino. Is this still in the Midnight Bazaar, by the way? Yep. It's like the fanciest place in the Midnight Bazaar. It's still kind of like a dive, but... This is kind of like where the rich people go who don't have access to the higher tiers. And as you guys are walking through, you see that there are a ton of ads for the one, the only Jenny Harmonics performing live every night uh, all over the casino. She's a musician. Never heard of her. Priest turns around and just says, sorry, did you just say, oh, she's a musician? No. Because it sounded like you. Okay, we're going to do a quick show of hands. Do you know who Jenny Harmonics is? I show my hand. I do not raise my hand. She's a musician. I'd raise my hand. Okay, so you're not familiar. I you've put the context clues together, yes, but you you have never heard of her prior to this. No, he just no. look. He feels like he's in trouble. Okay, I get. You guys are the persistence, right? Yeah. Okay. Does does who she is matter for the job? Uh, it matters to my job. Okay. Have you ever met a famous person? Have you ever met a rock star before? Um. Next to Loa. And Cody here is pretty much a rock star. Yeah. Fist bumps him. What the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> you. Do you, know, do you know who Jenny Harmonics is? And he looks at Merrick. Yes. Okay, great. Cool. Perfect. You two. Jenny Harmonics is one of the biggest names in post-rock. She is huge. She is incredible. She is a superstar who got a really shit deal and now is working in this dump. So you need to show her the respect and the the importance that she has. There is no, oh, she's a musician? That is insane. That is an insane thing to say. So please don't say that. Yes, she's a musician. Yes, she's incredible. Please go in knowing the gravity of the situation here. You are about to meet a living legend. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one very 
upsetting <laughs> answer to that question. Dur- Durin just nods a yes. Okay, Same. great. I'm going to have to ask you to probably not talk. And he looks mm. at Cody. Mm-hmm. No, I say we'll handle it, Cody. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Priest leads you into this VIP booth that looks over the casino floor. There is a woman sitting sprawled out on this red velvet couch. And her hair, which is shaved at the sides with a light, shaggy, small mohawk, is sitting on the couch. And her hair is the same sort of bright scarlet that the couch is. She's wearing a loose gray crop top sweatshirt, leather pants that have a bunch of chains and buckles on them. Sorry, leather shorts, fishnet stockings, and these big, chunky combat boots that go up to about sort of halfway to her knee. And she's got her legs up on the table, and she's sipping a brown bottle of beer. Good evening, uh, Miss Harmonics. Fuck, Priest, seriously? Are you serious? Again? Guys, I don't give a shit if you don't know who I am. Hmm? Cody, I think you can talk. Yeah, it's fine. Look, Priest, I don't... (sighs) Thank you. I appreciate what you do for me. But this is unnecessary. I'm not some ego-driven idiot who needs to be catered to. I don't care. You're a musician? Yes, I'm a musician. Good job. Great. (laughs) Well, all right. Now that we have that out of the way, uh, you wanted to meet us? I did. First and foremost, fucking rad job coming in here and kicking ass. Cool as hell. Love to see it. Please sit down. All right. We sit. Cody very, like, hesitantly sits. She reaches down into the mini fridge beside her and cracks open a a beer and tosses it to you. To me? To you specifically, Cody. Uh, Cool. I grab it. Great. You need to chill out. All right? Like, okay. absolutely relax. You seem really cool. I am. Cheers. Uh, She clinks the bottom of her bottle to yours. Cody, like, drinks it hesitantly. And then, like naturally do you guys want a beer uh please i'm okay i had champagne in the limo okay a lightweight great i respect it know your limits um she reaches in and grabs a beer for you merrick and she looks at priest and she's like priest no you won't you won't never mind if you want one it's there you know where it is but i know you won't and he just kind of like is standing at the door with his his arms crossed in front of him and he and he nods politely i have a job for you If you are interested, I can pay very well, obviously, but I need to know what your vibe is. Fair. Okay. What's your vibe? This is our vibe. Okay. Right now, it's very weird. Yeah, that's sort of our brand. Yeah. mm, We were, I don't know, there was a whole lecture. I felt bad I didn't know who you were. Okay. No, this is good. You're honest. You guys are are weird. Hey, look, I want weird. I don't want stuffy. I don't want super professional. That's not what I need right now. What right now I need people who are willing to to get weird. Yeah, in the last like four hours, we've uh, hung out with a man in a rat suit. I've hit on a, on a mom that looked like a pear. Uh, <laughs> I wore a dress and got robbed by this guy. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. I did really. Good acting, and then we somehow, with very little violence, stopped a holdup, and also this man got stabbed in the neck and almost died, and we killed a assassin. <laughs> uh, short story is, we're weird, we're awkward, but we get the job done. Gentlemen, I think this is going to be the start of a beautiful relationship. Hell yeah. And she leans back and uh, 
Jenny puts her feet back up on the table and she says, how much about Surth do you know? Uh, I've been here a couple times. Uh, I believe Durin has as well, so we know the bare minimum. But mostly about the Midnight Bazaar, not much more about up top. Correct. Okay, cool. Do you know who Voltaire is? I uh, will roll a culture yeah, I check. Actually, I guess I'll also roll a culture check. Oh, not one. I've no. I go. He's a musician. <laughs> it. You know. Eventually, you'll be right again. But no. I rolled a nine. Okay, I'm judging by the really wrong answer and the blank stares that you're not familiar. That's fine. No, that's okay. Voltaire is the man currently sitting upon the seat. He is the man with the strings and pulling them and puppet dancing. Uh, He's the big boss and he's a fairly new big boss Uh, about a year. He's been in power, pretty wild takeover, but alas, he's done it. And I don't trust that gross man as far as I could trust. Actually, sorry, I'm going to take that back because I'm almost positive that I could yeet that pencil neck dweeb pretty fucking far. He's up to something and I don't know what it is. And I don't really care because he has offered me a incredible sum of money to break my contract here and perform at his club. And his club is in the dome. Mm -hmm. Damn. I would be going from the bottom to the top. And that would potentially put my career back on track. Hopefully, eventually get me off this shithole. Congrats. That would be appropriate if I wasn't so suspicious of this man. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Cassie Klaas is? Another musician. Culture, culture check. This one, I think, is a 14. Okay. Merrick? Uh, 23. Cool. Cody, I think you probably saw some ads for her. I don't know why you would know her otherwise, but I think, you know, subconsciously during your time on Surf, you have seen some ads. And yeah, she's she's another musician. Um, <laughs> Merrick, you know Cassie Klaas as like one of those big up-and-coming pop stars. She hasn't quite broken into the big leagues yet, but in the music scene, people have their eyes on her. And Jenny says, Cassie was my opening act for a while. And then she got an offer from Voltaire to start performing at his place. And I haven't seen or heard from her since. And that's happened with a few of my opening acts. Anyone who's a halfway decent musician, someone comes knocking from, from the gallery Voltaire. And if they go up, they don't come back down. And I don't know if that's just because they're living the high life. I really don't. Because if I went up there and it was as great as everyone seems to say it is, I don't think I'd be coming back down to the Midnight Bazaar. You know, either way, mm-hmm. either way, people would still like hear from you or know that you're around, right? Not hearing from them is suspicious. Yeah, and look, the dome is all about exclusivity, so maybe they're just making sure that their talent doesn't trickle down, so that the people who are in the dome feel like they've cultivated this incredibly exclusive music experience. I don't know, but I liked Cassie. She was a friend, probably one of the first friends I've had in a very, very long time. No offense, priest, and. Priest again just politely nods. I'm worried about her. And I would like for you to investigate what's happened to her and whether or not I should take this deal. Does that sound like something you're interested in? Yeah. Of course. Now, would we need to access the dome for this? Probably. Most likely. 
And I understand that that is a bit of a problem, considering you currently have... Ship bracelets. Yeah. A great name for them, Cody. She reaches down and presses on the center of hers, and your bands flash for a second, and they turn sort of like a greenish-purple sort of stripe. And she says, well, you've just moved up a level, boys. You're now able to go to the drip. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. That's as far as I can get you. I have access to the drip. I don't have access to the dome. You will need to find a way to get up to the dome. Or even you might be able to to solve this mystery in the drip. I'm not sure. But this will at least get you out of the bazaar. From there, I would really appreciate you, one, finding out if Cassie is okay. And two, finding out if taking this contract with Voltaire is worth the hassle. Okay. Any leads for us to start off with? I would say if you can get into contact with any of Voltaire's recruiters, they don't spend a whole lot of time in the bazaar, and I don't have an opening act right now. So they've already made their deal for me, and there's no new talent down here. So you might have to kind of do the circuit in the drip and see if you can find a Voltaire recruiter and kind of press them for information. You want us to be musicians? No, no, just press the them for, for information. Yeah, Voltaire's men are not subtle, especially not in the drip. And you will see what I mean when you go there. I kind of I don't really want to ruin the experience for you. So you will know a Voltaire man when you see them. And if you if you can get them to talk and even if they just tell you how the last Cassie class show went, that would be enough for me to know that she's okay. But I do need a bit more of a read on what you guys think Voltaire's endgame is. If you think he's on the level, and look, he's the guy who runs Surth. He took over the seat. I know he's not on the level in terms of not being shady. No one running Surth is not shady. I just need to know that it's not going to cost me my life or more. You and Cassie were close. Yeah? Like I said, probably the first friend I've had in years. So we can say she would have contacted you if she could have, right? Like, that's without a doubt. I was practically mentoring the kid. She was over the moon when she got this chance, and I made her promise that she would keep in touch to let me know how she's doing. Again, I she might not have the choice to reach down to me. They might have her on a like a an exclusivity contract. I'm not sure. But I'm trying not to assume the worst. We'll, we'll do what we can. We'll find her. Do you have any questions for me about Surth, about... The Drip or Voltaire, anything I know I can offer you. So please don't hesitate to ask. The Drip got a dress code? Mm, good question. <laughs> Priests, they're asking if the Drip has a dress code. The Drip is the dress code. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay, just don't want to stick out like a sore thumb. I've done that before. Uh, I think we will. I think we definitely will. Are you still wearing your dress? Are you still wearing the dress turn? I thought I took it off. It's up to you. I definitely took it off before the freak place. So <laughs> She drains her beer and opens another one and just says, you're in for a wild ride, but there's nothing that you can do about it in the bazaar. I promise you. Any contacts in the drip that we can trust? Maybe someone who knows Cassie, anything. Yeah. There's a man named Michael Malibu. He runs a <laughs> small place. <laughs> My new best friend. It is, I want to say, the least pretentious place in the drip. Not saying a whole lot, but you'll be welcome there regardless. And that's probably a good place to kind of get the lay of the land. Okay. 
what's the place called? Uh, it is called uh, Mission to Malibu. <laughs> I've seen that movie. Um, she looks at you, Cody, and she says, that is something worth mentioning. To him? Yep. Okay. Great. Okay, so we have a bit of a contact, and there's no leads beyond she hasn't contacted you. Does she have family in the drip, drip at all? No. As far as I know, she's she's off-world. Merrick? Yeah. Just wondering if you have anything else, to, anything to add? Well, all we can do is grind, put our feet in the mud, and start trekking. I've, sure. I've got a question. Do you know Vale? Oh, that that hacker guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I don't have, I'm not much of a, a computer person. I'm more of a, you know, guitar person. But uh, I've heard some pretty wild shit. He's he's kind of doing a number on the dome right now. Oh, yeah? How so? As far as I can tell, there have been some rumors of him really giving it to Contra Dynamics. Oh, my God. I swear to God. Dane? She looks at you and she's like, what is so funny? Oh, they think a child could be Vale. A child could be Vale? I mean, Vale could be a kid, I guess. We need to find Vale? I was, I just thought maybe you would know. Mm, am I buddies with Vale? No, sorry. I mean, I'd like to be. Seems pretty fucking cool. What? Sorry, what is this kid doing that makes you think he's Vale? Oh, nothing. Turning off lights. Oh, yeah. No, not really Vale's... Thing. When I say giving Contra the business, I really mean sort of leaking stuff from Contra. Stuff like what? Oh, you know, emails, uh, voice records of some pretty nefarious shit, and all kind of for ransom. I don't know what he wants, but he he seems to be doing whatever to Contra for a reason. I'm like, I, again, I don't know, but there seems to be demands that Contra is, is desperately trying to sweep under the rug. Oh shit. I, I think I realized something. What? We'll talk after this. All right. Well, we better, do we have to sleep soon? How long have we been going? We probably need to, we probably need a nap before. If you need to drip. ask if you need to sleep, you need to sleep. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. You've probably been here like a full day. Almost. Cool. We're going to head back to our ship and rest for the evening, and we'll get started in the morning. Sure. If you want, I can just get you a room here. That would be great. Yeah. I mean, it's up to you. I'm not you know, going to impose anything, but if you don't want to go all the way back to the hangar, you're welcome to crash here. Will Short Jack be sad? Lonely? Uh, he, he's got a lot to deal with with the ship. I'm sure he's putting it back together for us. Yeah, we may as well just stay the night here. Sleepover sounds fun. I could get you separate rooms. Yeah, separate rooms, please. Separate rooms, please, yeah. <laughs> well, we're still sleeping over. That's that's it. Okay. <laughs> like I said, awkward, but we get the job done. Hey, that is pretty much all that matters to me. Gentlemen, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming in. I appreciate you taking the job. Best of luck. If there's anything you need, uh, I will give you Priest's number, and you can contact him. Good luck. I hope you find what I am looking for. And really, at the end of the day, it's two birds, one stone, because if there is anyone on this station who can find Vale, it's Voltaire. We'll do our best. We'll do our best. We'll do our best. Very cool. Um, and Priest opens the door for you. If I have a moment of loan with the boys. Uh, Priest will show you guys to your rooms. Uh, he's already arranged it as you guys were talking. Um, good night, gentlemen. Uh, I hope you sleep well. Thanks, Priest. And he disappears down into the elevator. 
I think I had a realization while we were talking to uh, to Jenny. Mm-hmm. I don't think the boy that uh, the boy uh, that we the hacker boy that we were talking to earlier. I don't think he's Vale at all. But I think Vale was the one kicking him out. Why do you think that? Like you said, someone was kicking him out manually when he was going through the same system that Vale happens to be fucking with. Is Vale his mom? Damn, that would be crazy. <laughs> Dane? Hmm? You're sus, you're sus and quiet over there. You guys are talking. There's something going on there. Well, the, co- the copyright stuff, I'm sure it has something to do with Vale at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes, we'll keep our ears to the ground and our eyes to the sky and our hands on the wheel. Okay, keep going. Our yep. chest to the wall and our back to the other wall and our butts of the seats and our knees braced and our ankles limber and our feet on the path and mm-hmm. we'll wiggle our toes in the grass and we'll just <laughs> be ready. Some guy <laughs> leans out and he's like, hey, will you shut the fuck up? Some of us are trying to sleep in here. No, uh, wait, are we in our own? You're room? having a sleepover too? Uh, I assumed you guys were still in the hallway. <laughs> 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 anyway, I'm going back to my room. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit mine as well. And hey, good, good night, Cody. Good night, Darren. Good work yeah. today, guys. Hey, yeah. I'm glad you didn't die, Darren. That I'm also sucked. glad you didn't die, Darren. You know, I'm glad I didn't die too. So thank you. Uh, meet you in the morning for continental breakfast. Of course. Can you show me the way before you go? The way these nuts. Hello, Space GM Dane here uh, to do the things. First and foremost, we hope you're enjoying this week's episode. And second, we have some fun things to announce on the Discord. Um, As of this episode release, we'll be starting a fun little uh, collaborative art project over on the Discord. Um, If you're not a part of it yet, uh, what are you waiting for? It is the coolest community and a great place to uh, chat with us and chat with fellow listeners and share your fan theories and et cetera, et cetera. But over on the fan art channel... You can pop on over and uh, take part in maybe the first of many, we'll see how it goes, of a, a collaborative art project. So what we've done is we have a, uh, a character chart, which is a bunch of like blank uh, character templates and various expressions and stuff that have like a, a grid number associated with them. And uh, you can come in and dibs a square and dibs a character and draw that character and that expression and and pose um in your style or however you think the character looks um you're also welcome to ask uh, me or any of the other people on the discord uh what the official description is in terms of like what we've described the character as on the show but i'm happy to allow any and all interpretations of again any and all characters so head on over to noquestcast.com click the discord link and pop on over to fan art and uh, check it out if you'd like to join the project other than that we just want to say thank you very much for checking us out we had our best month in terms of downloads uh last month and uh that only comes from you guys being awesome so thank you very much 
if you want to continue this tidal wave of support and uh, being awesome, please consider sharing us with a friend or popping over to whatever uh, pod catcher you use and leaving us a review. We've also got a Facebook page now as well. You can pop over there and give that a like. And as usual, we always need more NPC names. So head on over to the Discord, click on the NPC name suggestion channel. And once a week, you can unload all of your incredible ideas. And every time I need to name an NPC or a location or whatever, um, I do pop on over there and uh, pull a name from that. And you've already met a ton of uh, NPCs uh, that have been named from the Discord. Pretty much every contract uh, giver NPC uh, from this previous arc or this current arc is is all named from our Discord server. I'm keeping short and sweet. Um, so thank you very much for listening, and we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Unless you guys want to do anything while you're alone in your rooms. I mean, nothing for me. I don't know if you want to reach out to anyone, talk to anyone. Felt like a trap of a question, dude. I think I'll just message uh, short Jack to let him know that we're not coming home tonight. I'm like not to be worried and just to ask him how things are. You know, I guess I'll call him. Uh, sure. Yeah. And he, he answers he's like, hey, Cody, what's up? Oh, hey, short Jack. I uh, just wanted to, you know, touch base and let you know we're not going to be home tonight, but n- not to worry. We're actually in like this cool place above a casino with, with like a musician. And I think we might be making a new friend. And yeah. A musician? Yeah. Pa- Penny Harmonics. Jenny Harmonics. Okay, hold on. Shut the fuck up for a second. Jenny Harmonics? Yeah, she's a musician. Yeah, I fucking know she's a musician, dude. She's fucking incredible. <laughs> Oh, yeah? What, what kind of music? It's like, imagine, like, the best music and mm-hmm. then make it better. Oh, whoa. That's such good music. I will, oh, mm. Hmm? You met, mm, okay, mm, okay, all right. Um. If we knew you liked her so much, and also if we knew that we were, like, going to meet her, I totally would have called you. I'm so sorry. That's okay. There's no reason why you would think that I would be into like the greatest musician of all time. That's fine. No one. Why would anyone think that? That's short check. Um, I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know who they were, and and I told them that also. Cody, I'm gonna hang up on you right now. Okay. And it's well, not. It's not because I'm mad at you. I just you're a sweet, I, sweet guy. I did lose most of my memories, so kind of not my fault. That's why I'm not gonna yell at you. But I literally can't talk to someone who just said the phrase, I don't know who Jenny Harmonix is. Okay, well, it, well, I'll try to make friends with her and then bring her by to say hi or or get a autograph or something. That'd be dope as hell. Thank you. Love you. Goodbye. Love you, bye. Uh, and Short Jack hangs up. I love that. Um, Merrick or Duran, are you doing anything? No, Merrick's just going to sit on this bed and look out the window, staring at the neon lights until he falls asleep. Durin nearly got stabbed to death. He got shifted so many times, he is just exhausted and passes the fuck out. Okay, cool. Yeah, and uh, I would say day breaks, but it doesn't. It's still just as dark as it always is down in the Midnight Bazaar. And you get like a wake-up call from priests letting you know that it is uh, that enough time has passed that it's it's time to go. All right. I want to hit the uh, the the breakfast and uh, get me one of those waffles with the uh, the you know you pour the batter and you do the flip until it beeps. Oh, absolutely, that does not exist here. Oh, there is there are waffles, but they're like in they're individually wrapped and like rock hard 
Mm. There's a few fruits that don't look great. There's some cereal with milk that doesn't smell great. Uh, there's a couple like muffins. There's a few danishes, but uh, this is not a an appetizing spread. Mm, Eric, okay. do love a Danish. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take a muffin. Cool. What kind of muffin is it? You don't know. It's hard to tell. My, my favorite. It's like bran, but without anything else in it. It's so dry. Cody, what are you doing? I'm going to also partake in some breakfast and just maybe too much coffee. Then you guys now have access to the drip. If there's something else you want to do in the in the bazaar, you're welcome to do it. I'm pretty excited to see the drip, to be honest. Yeah. Very curious. Um, should we... So, firstly, have either of our jobs come through? Um, I guess it wouldn't be technically 24 hours yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, uh, yeah, you'd have to you'd have to wait a little bit before that happens. All right. Uh, I was going to suggest maybe buying stuff if we wanted to, but I guess I have nothing in mind. No, neither do I. All right. Well, to the drip. But also, we need to get, I think, an autograph or something for Short Jack. Apparently, he loves Jenny Harmonics. We, so. we, can't, be, we can't be that person. Wait, yeah, maybe eventually. Not right now. Just, no, no, we can't. We, if, if we if we ask, we immediately become that person who asks for the autograph. We can't do yeah. that. Guys, no. I'm willing to become that person to make Short Jack happy. But what well, if for now, let's that? get her friend. I mean, I mean, Short Jack probably doesn't even know who she is, so. Yeah, well, oh, no, Short he, Jack's no Jenny Harmonics. He hung up on me because he found out I didn't know who she was. Well. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> You guys make it towards the central column that houses the elevator up to the drip. And there is a familiar Patra guard uh, standing watch. And he sees oh, you guys. Is it the same one? He, he sees you guys approaching. He's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Hi. Hi, friend. How are you doing? Look, What's your name? Uh, fuck you. Um, and yeah, oh, yeah, how nice to meet you. Fuck you. Yes, I get it. Very cute. Um, what? what? Fuck you. Get away from me. First. Second. You can't go upstairs and third, get the fuck away from me. What do you mean? Why not? Because you're not, you can't go to the drip. You're a fucking bizarro. All right. I so stay in the bizarro. Watch my bracelet. He looks at you with so many emotions, rage, sadness, confusion. And he puts his like hands to his temples and he rubs them for a second. He says, just get on the elevator. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make just, you hey, so hey, wrong. Just get on the elevator. And the doors open up. Are you coming up? Yeah, I'm going to get on the elevator with you. Leave my post so that anyone could just go on up into the place that you need a specific badge to get up to. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Hey, um, you must be so fun at parties. Oh, well, he can't go to blast. parties. He has to stay at his post. <laughs> I pressed the button. He's really bad at sarcasm. Have a good one. Bye, fuck you. As the elevator door closes, he's like, fuck it. Oh, my God. <sighs> The doors close and the grimy metal exterior of the elevator shaft eventually turns into clear uh, glass as you enter up into the base of the the tier, the second tier. You see the Midnight Bazaar from above and it is kind of beautiful in a way with the neon lights and the, the people scrambling around like insects. It's a nice way to see the bazaar as you leave it. And you enter up into the drip proper. Stepping off the central elevator and into the drip, uh, the difference between the bazaar and the drip is like night and day. And not just because the lower level is always in twilight. And this level is 
so bright to the point where you nearly need to shield your eyes and squint the first time you see it. As if the flashing lights and the billboards and the neon signs and the hollow ads weren't enough, the main streets are made of this transparent glass where you can see these frosted plastic tubes coursing with this fluorescent green, purple, and pink liquid. The light is bathing everything in these colors and it is flattering light for everyone. As you get up onto this main strip where you just see this straight shot down and all these bars and clubs on the side, you get to see sort of like what's happening. And the denizens of the drip are dressed in sort of this increasingly more and more outrageous outfits. Some of them even like pulling off pieces of their costume and going undergoing these like dramatic transformations as someone with a more ridiculous costume shows up in front of them in a move to like constantly one up one another. And this non-stop dance of one-upmanship takes a sort of almost violent approach to the fact that it looks like people are doing it maliciously. Like you try to, you're, the people who are dressed crazy are looking for people who are dressed less crazy and the people who are dressed even crazier than them are preying on them. And it all seems to be this like circle of trying to be the most outrageous and fashionable person on the strip and that is and it's like that is what you see as you come out of this elevator it's just these fashion battles happening everywhere we are very underdressed well i'm wearing a beautiful yellow robe so at least i'm like sort of close you're nowhere near close merrick well in, merrick in comparison to these people yeah it's like you guys are you might as well be wearing like burlap sacks yeah we're sticking out like sore thumbs like i feared <laughs> yeah on my home planet, where a yellow rope would be absolutely crazy. This is insane. My mother would pass out if she saw this. Um, what would you guys like to do? I mean, we only have one real contact, really. I guess we gotta go to Mission to Miami. Malibu. Mission to Malibu. Why'd I forget that? I've seen the movie 19 times. Is it a good movie? It's great. It's the fourth in the Escape from Dublin series. No way. Yeah, if you guys want to head down that way, it's like a little further down the strip. Yeah, um... I guess also keeping an eye out for the recruits, the recruiters, too. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you don't see you judging by what Jenny said. They're probably inside the clubs. All right. Mission to Malibu it is. As you like walk past some of the clubs, some of the bouncers as you're walking past, like draw guns on you and follow you as you walk past. And as they realize that you have no intention on entering, lower it and go back to like chatting amongst themselves. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's harsh just because we're not fancy enough i mean are we really that bad yeah imagine going to like a black tie Wait, affair and you wearing like literally a burlap like a potato sack you guys are walking down the strip and you get you see more and more of these sort of like fashion battles that are happening and a giant fucking essentially a hummer rolls up beside you and cuts you off and like jumps the curb and like parks in front of you and the door opens and like kind of hits you in the side Cody as three people get out and begin sort of walking circles around the three of you <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine they're kind of like doing it in a dance kind of way yeah they're definitely like strutting and like taking big strides 
One of them is a Trox, which is a eight-limbed sort of behemoth. They're a large creature, um, and they have six arms, two tree trunk-like legs, and these scythe-like mandibles, and they're covered in this sort of shifting chitin that has been covered in a what looks like a chrome plating and has been polished to a reflective sheen. And another one is this tall and slender Gorin, who are kind of like a, a Groot-like tree people. And they have been like perfectly curated with flowers and perfectly pruned. And they're sort of doing twirls around you, but in the way that like a perfect, like a dancer keeps their head in one spot and just like not looking away as, as she does these like twirls. And finally, there is a small round stout gnome with this incredibly long neon green hair that has been wrapped around himself to form his own outfit out of his own hair. Hell yeah. I don't know how to process any of this, my god. Yeah, Cody's very overwhelmed. The second this happens, a crowd begins gathering around you. And these three are just like sort of circling around you. And the Trox is like, well, well, well. Who do we have here? (laughs) I don't know how to react. Um, Cody's just just staring. We're just on our way to to meet a friend. Oh, (laughs) the way you're dressed, I don't think anyone is your friend. Friend. And the two also laugh and they're just like, yeah, you got no friends. Are you just going to bully us? Oh, are you just going to bully us? (laughs) Do you hear these? Oh, what What are you? Are you a school kid? This is the drip, baby. This is nothing but bullying. Bullying is conversation. So when's the violence happen? They stop and look at one another and they say, these idiots want violence. And the Gorin sort of buckles at the knee and gets into a really low stance. And the gnome kind of stands with his hands on his hips and the Trox looms over you a good sort of six or seven feet above you, Merrick. And everyone roll me initiative. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Cody this whole time has just been so confused and overwhelmed. He's just staring. He's like, whoa. Darren's not too sure how to handle this either, man. And he just woke up. He had a coffee. And now this is happening. It's like, God. <laughs> uh, all right. What'd you guys get? Twelve. 13. <gasps> Best friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, America uh, got 13. I got 14. <laughs> you both seemed so shocked. Uh, okay, well, they did very well. They rolled a net 20. Um, cool. The Trox leans back and says, All right, let's show them how the deliberate delinquents do it in the drip. That's your name? Wait, who? hold on. Who named you? They're going to roll an attack. Oh. I thought this was going to be a bully fight. Did you come up with this name? Yeah, and it's sick as hell. And as he says that, he flexes. The chitin on his back pops up so it mirrors him. So that looks like there's like five of him. And he rolls his attack roll, which is actually a performance check. Amazing. And you guys are now in a pose off. Amazing. So the way this works is 
you guys have a DC you need to hit in order to be successfully attacking these people. You have to use a skill check that you think demonstrates your best abilities in order to outpose them. It can be any skill you want, as long as you can justify it to me how you're using it to, quote unquote, attack them. This Amazing. goes against like every bit of training Merrick ever has ever had. <laughs> can we just punch them also? <laughs> if you want to attack them, yes, absolutely you can. But it seems like this fight is not a fight that that you're used to. And um, we are going to be using your KACs as the target you're trying to hit with your skill checks. I guess in their KACs we have to overcome? Yes. Okay. 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 So this is coming to... I think it was Cody who said who named you, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think me and Terry both kind of said that. Yeah, we, we, were, we were both giving him shit for it. Um, well, the first attack from the Trox is going to be a 27. Damn. As yes. against Cody. Okay. Well, yeah. Unless it's against my maneuver AC. <laughs> no, it is your KAC. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to take some pose damage. <laughs> the way this works is the crowd all goes oh damn uh, your rolls are going to have a minus one now Cody <laughs> Great. and the more you can earn the favor of the crowd you get bonuses the more you lose the favor of the crowd you take minuses as your morale in your opposing skills gets shaken how much damage did I take? Uh, it's just a minus one. Oh, okay okay cool um, and then it's the Gorin's turn, and she twirls towards you, Durin, and extends down a hand, and one of those like dandelion puffs bloom in her hand, and she blows it in your face, and <laughs> does a 17 hit your KAC. It sure does. Uh, give me a fortitude save, please. Okay. 10. Uh, you're going to take a 1 as you sneeze, as this stuff blows in your face and the pollen gets into your nose and you sneeze and everyone's like this idiot this idiot sneezed like an idiot and the <laughs> crowd begins laughing at you guys the little gnome walks up to you Merrick the tallest of the group and the smallest of theirs and he turns around and splits the hair along his back almost down to his ass and then closes it back up and he says this pervert wanted to see my butt <laughs> does a 16 hit your KAC? Yes, it does. <laughs> you take almost butt damage. You're also going to take a minus one as someone in the crowd says, You're a pervert, dude! <laughs> Darren, it's your turn. The drip sure as fuck isn't what I expected. Uh, okay. Uh, I want to use guess. Hmm. Okay, I think I want to use bluff. Okay. And what did they call themselves again? What was their name? Deliberate. The deliberate. Yes. The deliberate what? Delinquents. delinquents. Deliberate delinquents. I guess I'll attempt at a strut, though I don't think he's really into that. And uh, say, like, I didn't realize that your three-year-old child made up your name. Okay. All right. Roll a bluff check. Uh, who sorry. are you doing this to? Oh, the main guy. And I'm the sorry. Okay. You wouldn't have a child. You're maidenless. Mm. All right, what'd you get? Not 20. Amazing. 28. Amazing. Okay, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) He fucking dies, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) 
You stress so hard, he fucking explodes. I don't know. I got a ma- I got a maidenless reference. <laughs> you see the the chitin that was acting as a mirror on him, and you get in the right angle, and now all of a sudden you're in his reflections, and everyone's like, "Damn, you don't have any kids." <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, he that was pretty bad. <laughs> He's going to take a minus two because you critted him. Hell yeah. It is Merrick's turn. Cool. Merrick is going to use his athletics check to uh, pose like a uh, sexy bodybuilder does. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So Merrick gets into some poses. That's going to be a 21. Against uh, who? Against the guy, whoever came at me last time. The The gnome? gnome? Okay. And Merrick's going to say... Of course I'd be a pervert when I get to look at how good I look every day or something. Um, I want to kill you real bad. The the crowd sort of mumbles for a second and they're like, I didn't make any sense, but fuck this dude's ripped. And uh, the gnome is going to take a minus one. And last but not least, it's Cody. So they kind of nudge me with the door of their car, right? Yeah. Uh, I want to like kind of just like flop over that door land in the car and like be like leaning between the door and the roof like all casual meanwhile my foot and one hand is like manipulating the car with my pilot check to do a slow reverse circle around them while i pose like half out of the car okay give me that pilot check that's a nat one You get in this Hummer and you're so sure that you're going to just fucking stunt on these clowns and you gun it and reverse it just like straight into the street and a car rear ends it as well. And you hear the whole drip like stop and look (laughs) and all kind of pretenses stop for a second. And everyone was just like. Dude, why'd you do that? (laughs) Cody just like gets in the car and rolls the window up. No, but hey, no, but really? Why'd you do that? And some of the crowd all begins swarming the car. (laughs) And not like in a mob way, but just in a just like, what the fuck, man? And the trucks looks at you just like, what? What are you doing? That was an accident. I got carried away. Okay, well, get out of my car then. Oh, yeah, totally. I like very gently open the door and like leave it. And the trucks goes to the back to like inspect the damage, and the the driver who rear-ended it gets out and it's like, "I'm so sorry, man." And the truck's like, "No, don't worry about it. It's not your fault. It's this fucking guy." And everyone on the strip right now is just like shaking their heads at you. <laughs> we should feel real bad. We should just leave. Yeah, we need to get the fuck out of here. Let's just go. <laughs> we, we we just let's just we walk away. We just go. The three of them look at you. And are just like, look, man, we might we might be deliberate in our delinquency, but we would never do that. All right. <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're right. That was pretty fucked up. All right. All there right, was some please. accidental delinquency. I'm very sorry. And the trucks just kind of like everyone just kind of has like hands on hips, just like disappointedly shaking their heads at you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I feel bad as a person. As uh, as you sort of like get distance. You hear things start winding back up, and in the distance you hear like, 
oh shit, that guy's like two inches taller than you, as the like pose-offs have resumed. Guys, I really thought that would work. I have a plus 10 to piloting. <laughs> you <know>? Cody, <laughs> I feel like every time you try to just be like really cool, it just doesn't, doesn't pan out the way you want it, buddy. That was mean. Thank you. No, no, I think what he's saying is just be, just be your kind of cool. Just It'll work you. out. I had no idea what to do. All I could do really was also flex and like two arms don't look as good as four. Oh, that's fair. Sorry about that. Down an alley, you actually everyone roll me perception checks. Oh, that's the rat man here. Seven. Ooh. How's a fucking 23 looking? 13. Um, the 23 will do it. Cody, you notice that there are some people wearing those that blood letter armor. And mm-hmm. they're watching you guys. Yeah, I feel like Cody's so ashamed that he's just like trying not to look at the crowd. And that's why he, I guess, sees people down the alley. And you make eye contact with him and he raises up his wrist and taps as if to say TikTok. And you notice that there are a bunch of them kind of like stationed kind of all over the place. Guys, I think we've got a uh, company. We're not going to do anything yet. No, not in the broad daylight. Not until we're our timer's up. Two days. Yeah, you guys have 48 hours. Um, and you guys arrive at Mission to Malibu. What's the place look like? <laughs> Are we dressed appropriately for this one? Oh, absolutely not. But there is no bouncer. Now, I did very specifically ask about dress codes. <laughs> our girl did us. She did us dirty. Nope, she did not. There is literally nothing in the bazaar that you could buy. That would be acceptable here. Yeah. I feel like even if she explained it, we wouldn't have been able to pull it off. That's yeah, I wouldn't have changed. There is there is politics to the drip that you guys don't quite understand yet. Fair. What would you like to do? Step inside. Mosey on in. And as you step inside, there is a scream. And in- inside? Inside, yes. Nope. Not a good scream as you hear like the smashing of glasses. Uh, I guess we go try. See. Yeah, we rush yeah. in. And as you guys enter, there is a something on the dance floor. Just absolutely like just backhanding people like 10 feet and smashing things and grabbing people and punching it. And it is this large silver. It looks like a giant vending machine with arms and legs Ah. Ah. and it is going absolutely fucking crazy and it looks at the three of you and it says would you care for a refreshment as it launches a barrage of sodas at you